I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Bombay. Tennessee app Bombay. today with Bombay. Jason and John. Live from the Bombay. Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Matt Moore covers the NBA for the Action Network. Catch him on all manner of podcasts, the Buckets podcast. I saw my man Jay Money is a regular contributor to Buckets, so I was happy to see that. Matt joins us now. Matt, what's going on, man? Not much, man. How are you? All is good. So uh, I'm just curious because, you know, Jay Money is a guy that, uh, you know, if you, if, you, if you are into basketball sort of betting, he's a guy who's been doing it. How did you just sort of stumble upon him? Was it you? Did you sort of introduce him to the fold? How did you sort of uh, get in touch with Jay Money about coming on weekly or whatever it is? No, you know, we've got a, a, a talent manager, one of the best people I've ever worked with at Action. Her name's Katie Rich Creek, and she managed to find him and, uh, you know, get him in, involved in our, our Buckets podcast. We're, we're really glad to have him. Jay's been killing it. He's doing great. Uh, he's got really good insights on a night-to-night basis. Uh, Jay's been awesome. Really excited to work with him over at Action. Yeah, I met him. Uh, he, he came into Memphis uh, in the spring, so I just I saw that. I was I was definitely happy to see him getting more of a, a mainstream audience because I, I, I do. I think he's really good. Um, Grizzlies win again last night, uh, beating the Kings, handling the Kings, covering the number. Um, it's not quite as dominant in terms of what the Grizzlies have done against the number, but they've been very good. Uh, what have you made early on in the season uh, of the Memphis Grizzlies? I think they've had some favorable spots. Uh, you know, they open versus the Knicks, and that goes to, to OT, and they cover, and they win, or they don't cover, but they win there. Um, and then, you know, they they face the Kings. They get the Nets, which is kind of like a signature win, right? Um, but the Nets really are just a mess right now. Like, they're just, there's so much they are so much worse than what they will look like on the surface because they're so talented but everything structurally with, with the nets is is really awful and i was on memphis in that game for that reason um but the back-to-back set it took too much to take care of houston uh that was like a concerning game and then i don't necessarily worry about the dallas game it's a bad matchup it's a schedule spot it was a whole ecosystem of problems that led to that one uh i do think in general I think Memphis is not quite as good as last season, which is kind of what we expected. I haven't moved off that prior. And I think that uh, probably they're not as good as maybe the record indicates. But some of what's making up for that is Desmond started hitting shots. That helps a lot. And Jaw's jumper looks clean. It looks really good. And Jaw with a jumper is just absolutely terrifying for any opposing defense. 
Has has anything surprised you so far, Matt? And you mentioned it's been you know light schedule for the most part so far, and we'll remain that. It's good, specifically with Jaren. But in terms of what you've seen, Santi Aldama's play, is there anything that's jumped out to you in terms of, oh, this I, I didn't expect this? Yeah, I mean, Aldama's like the obvious one, right? It's just like we all kind of looked at it and said, how are they possibly going to replace Jaren? Like, what are they going to be able to do here? And just having a forward who's doing what Santi like, – Another great indication of not only, you know, the Grizzlies draft room gets so much credit, but their development program needs a lot more respect as well. You know, they put the work in on Desmond Bain to make him more comfortable on ball before last season, and that paid off in a huge way with his development. And, you know, I I don't know what the ceiling is for for Desmond at this point. I I think you have to keep reevaluating that. But Santi, like, he's been terrific. Um, Brandon Clark continues to just be – one of the most underrated players in the NBA. He's never listed as like this impact guy, you know, comes off the bench. Clark is, is so good at so many things and gives them such a different look. Like you can just watch teams that have prepped for Steven Adams, get hit with those Clark minutes and just be like, man, we just don't have a counter for this. Mm-hmm. This is, it's a perfect setup for them. Um, honestly, a lot of this comes into the front office and how they built the roster, but also Taylor Jenkins for knowing how to, knowing how to get the most out of this roster. He just continues for as much praise as he's gotten. He continues to impress with, he finds solutions with what he's got. He's not reliant on having, you know, the ta- like this roster isn't as talented as last year, mm-hmm. but they're still going to win a ton of games. They're still going to make the playoffs because they have a superstar. They've got a good roster and Taylor Jenkins is going to get the most out of it. Is there a team that, that this calls to mind that this Grizzlies you know, is there like a, a team historically they remind you of, just in terms of the way that they're constructed and, and sort of built around this gravitational force in John Moran? Is there like a team that, you know, that, that you can recall that, you know, that, that played like this and looked like this? I think maybe the best comp is, honestly, even though I wouldn't put Ja in KD's tier um, and I wouldn't put Jaron or Desmond in – the Russ early, early got to stress that early Russell Westbrook, um, James Harden here, but those early Thunder teams played a lot like this, where it was just it was energy, physicality, but it wasn't so wild that you that they were just that they were easily beaten. Like they had counters, they were well coached, even though people didn't really think that at the time with Scott Brooks. Um, that team was so much fun. I used to, to call them the Starship because it was just like all speed and firepower and that's how memphis feels a lot of the time when they're running uh, they are still very much the profile for them early on in the season still looks like last year where it's a lot of transition it's a lot of force the turnovers get out and put pressure on teams constantly but that's a really good recipe for success in the regular season uh, and i think that they're going to develop better ways to handle the postseason this year as well Matt, we've heard the players mention it. I think Brevin mentioned it on the broadcast last night. We brought it up. I'm curious as to your opinion on back to Bain. You know, 14 of 19 from three the last two games, 25 of 39 overall, and he's been a playmaker as well. How much has he unlocked, Matt, just by Dylan Brooks's presence in the lineup, whereas you take some of those defensive key defensive responsibilities off Bain and you unlock him? How much of it's that, Matt? I think that's some of it. I think there's also just a matter of, I think Desmond is really good at finding his spots. Like that was my concern was, okay, well, you know, Dylan's back and that's going to take up some of his usage, but 
Desmond's done a very good job of finding uh, those gaps in the defense to be able to score. And honestly, John, the rest of the team has, has been very active in finding him, like keeping him involved and not letting him fade into the background is really important. And so I think that that's some of it. Um, I also just think that Desmond is just like an incredibly smart player. Absolutely. I just think that he, yeah. he plays in a way where you're able to see the small things that he does on a night to night basis to help the team out. But also he's obviously just an incredible shooter. I, I ask you that to sort of ask you this. If you do decide to move on from Dylan, is there another guy that can sort of do that in your lineup from that three spot? Do we hope that? Do you have hope that one day that's Zaire, Matt? Is there another guy that can sort of handle that on this roster and at least keep some of that off of Maine? I don't see it right now. Right. I'm not high on Zaire. I just I haven't been. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm right. Right. It's too early sure. with, with young guys. My book is always you. You have to note the bad. You can't just ignore it. Uh, you credit the good. And you remain optimistic, uh, but you mostly just keep things uncertain. But I will say, you know, a lot of what Dylan brings to the table, even though, again, I'm a, I'm a Dylan guy for for his for what he's been through in Memphis and the things that he's seen and gotten through and the big moments that he's played a part in. Um, but I will say, like, what Dylan brings to the table, there are guys around the league you can find to do that. Right. Uh, there are more opportunities to find players like that versus some of the other guys on the roster really are kind of more irreplaceable. We're talking to Matt Moore, covers the NBA for the Action Network. Okay, we have a massive slate tonight. Uh, I mean, from starting at 6 all the way, obviously, until 9 o'clock Central Time. So no no shortage of games that you could place a wager on. Um, is there anything tonight that you have your eye on specifically? I know there's a ton of games, but is there anything, any side you might like early on in the day? Uh, yeah, I like the Knicks plus they're at six right now versus Milwaukee. Uh, this is a great letdown spot. The Knicks, I think, are still kind of underrated. The books are kind of anchored to their preseason power ratings, and so they're not going to want to move off of those early based off of the small sample. But the Knicks are competent, and they're playing very well, and the roster's a little bit more balanced now that they're playing guys like Obi Toppin. And this was a big number. It opened seven, down to down to six. Uh, six, six and a half in some spots. I like it to five. That's what I make it at based off the power rating. Also, the Bucks are five and two versus uh, the Nets in the last two seasons. Or, I'm sorry, six and two after the win on Wednesday against the spread. But they're just two and five in the game after playing the Nets. They let down after that game. Uh, I really like the under 228 in Lakers, Minnesota, because I watched the Lakers up, up close and personal on Wednesday, and that team is horrible and cannot score at all. There is just nothing there, but they do defend, and I think they'll make it hard on a Minnesota offense that's still trying to figure things out. And maybe the upset I like tonight is uh, Cleveland. They're plus 250 on the money line versus Boston. Just a number play. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the, the Cavs' statistical profile says that they're honestly, they've been a top five team in the league when fully healthy the last two seasons. They should not be this much of a dog. Boston's defense has a lot of concerns. Um, again, this isn't like a, I think the Cavs are going to win, but I like the value at plus 215 money line on the Cavs. Um, you, you know, you would think at some point Orlando wins a game. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, is this is this a decent enough spot for that? I mean, I almost feel like Cole Anthony not playing could help. So one of the things I'm trying to avoid is I'm trying to not catch the falling knife. I'm trying not to do things like let's, you know, now is when they turn it around. Because, like, last night, a lot of Sharps were on Brooklyn because they're like, okay, 
Dallas on a road trip. Like this is they got to get a win. This is a prime spot for the Nets. Nope, continues to be terrible. A lot of sharps were on the Lakers the other night. They were like, okay, the Nuggets defense is horrible. LeBron's not going to start zero and four. Lakers. Nope. Like there's no bottom, and this goes to football too. Like Tampa Bay. Oh, surely they'll get a win on Thursday night. Nope. So I I am going to avoid these kind of spots where it's like. Surely they get a win. Do they? Sometimes the, there's no bottom to how far you'll drop until you actually find it. Matt, what happens with the Lakers? You know, are, how far into the season are we before they, you know, have to come off of second, first round pick? What do you just predict for them as of today in terms of, you know, they're, they're going to have to make a change, aren't they? I don't know because this is a this has become personal, like. It's not. This doesn't take a rocket scientist. You don't have to be Adrian Wojnarowski or Brian Windhorst to figure out to see the messages sent back and forth between Clutch Sports and LeBron and the Lakers front office and ownership group this summer. This is a whole power grab thing where the Lakers front office doesn't want to just do what Clutch wants because they got they feel they got them into the situation and they don't want to scuttle their long term ability. Right. Um, and LeBron's like, "What are we doing? What?" Why do why do you need picks? Let's win a championship now. But my problem is even if you attach two first rounders for Russ, and Indiana says, "All right, fine," which I don't know if they will, but if they were to do that, does I love Miles Turner and I love Buddy Heald, love mm-hmm. both those guys. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the team I saw on Wednesday, you add two starters to that group, and it's not enough. Right? It is not enough. So I don't know that pulling the trigger changes much of anything. Because the rest of the roster is so bad. And I saw on Wednesday a team that's not only bad guys, the vibe of that team was that they are resigned. They're just like, there's nothing better coming. This just is what it is. What about the 76ers? Do you have confidence that that gets turned around? I mean, obviously their roster is in much better shape. But I would argue, you know, per capita, one of the most disappointing starts uh, of the NBA season belongs to the 76ers. Yeah, well, I've got Atlantic Division futures on them, so I sure hope it turns around. Uh, I think, I think they'll be okay. A lot of this is Embiid typically starts slow. He's out of shape. Would have liked to have known that he had plantar fasciitis over the summer before all those bets went in, but I think eventually he probably comes out of that because there's kind of this idea that well, it's just Harden ball. It's been James Harden Rockets ball because Jay, because Joel Embiid has looked horrible. Like, they can't run what they did last year because Embiid's not good enough right now. Um, I think as he gets better, it'll balance. I think Tyrese Maxey will balance. But I will say, like, I don't know how much of a longer leash they're going to have before a coaching change is made because that, to me, is, like, the glaring issue in the room right now. If you're looking at this and you're like, why isn't this working, all eyes are going to go to Doc. And Mike D'Antoni's out there. And there's just a lot of feeling in league circles that uh, it wouldn't be surprising if Mike D'Antoni is a name in the Sixers' future this year or next. Last thing, Matt, uh, ESPN game tonight, Suns and Pelicans, both teams 3-1, and one. Suns coming off that win over Golden State. New Orleans may be getting Zion back tonight. Um, I don't know about you. I mean, I, the, the, the seven is very enticing, but that's a big number, and I'm wondering, like, why the number is so big. I don't, is this a trap? Like, what do you make of this game? You know, Brandon Ingram's still in concussion protocol. We'll see what he's out. Wait till you got the actual injury report on it. 
Uh, I make this number about where it's at. Like the numbers are just pretty good for Phoenix overall. Like they just look like they haven't missed a beat, despite all the concern about their uh, offseason stuff. You know, I think it'll be an attractive bet. I think there are good spots for New Orleans. I'm not sure this is the one. It'll be a great game to watch. Maybe live bet it, right? Uh, especially as Zion plays. But I don't like it with where it's at right now, based off of the number and based off of the not knowing what the injury report's going to look like. You got to be sure before you bet this one at tip. Yeah, that seems fair to me, Matt. I always appreciate the time. Thank man. you, Thank Matt. You. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Take care. Yep, he is Matt Moore. Covers the NBA for the Action Network. We'll come back. Sean Salzberg is going to join us at 12:25. Anthony Sane's going to be in here. At 125 Pack Show today. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.